Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable, and that's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back, and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the back seat of a car driving across I-40 in the United States of America. I am sitting here with Pastor Danny. Danny, we are gr- always happy to be back together again. It's great to be here. Uh, great to be um, uh, with you uh, driving. I want to thank you for letting me to drive. I'm just remind me what side of the road do I need to be on? <laughs> the the right side i don't know if that is directional or or if it's a it's a comment (laughs) the the right side not the wrong side right side not the left side um we have just had an amazing weekend together with our ambassadors if you are not familiar with our ambassador program could i encourage you uh for those of you that would like to be more involved with back to jerusalem to write in Uh, you can write directly to my personal email or even to our Back to Jerusalem contact that can be found on the backtojerusalem.com contact page or my personal email at sinobach at gmail.com, S-I-N-O-B-A-C-H at gmail.com. And let us know that you have an interest to be an ambassador. Um, Ambassadors are individuals who represent Back to Jerusalem all over the continental U.S. Uh, During this time, we had people from the U.K. as well as Canada. So if you are in those locations and you want to be a representative for Back to Jerusalem, even if you're in another country, and you say, I I don't think that you have any representation in our nation and we would like to be a part of the Back to Jerusalem ambassador program, we would love to contact you and give you a little bit more information about what that means. So this weekend, usually uh, for the last five years, we've had a meeting uh, in the U.S., usually in the mountains. We try to choose a location that's that's in the mountains and in the heartland of Tennessee. And everybody, all of our ambassadors from different areas around the world come together on a Friday and we basically live together throughout the, the weekend. We pray together. We go over the vision of Back to Jerusalem, what we're working on for Back to Jerusalem. And then we set goals for the year, for 2018. And everybody comes together praying and brainstorming. And we try to find unique ways to accomplish those goals. Because we know that accomplishing those goals translates into expanding the kingdom and reaching more people. Danny, this is... How many... Um, Back to Jerusalem ambassador meetings have you been to? Is this your second or third? Well, I attempted for three, but I've, <laughs> there's only been two so far. And uh, I, I think, and it's really exciting. Uh, you know, we have just come, uh, arrived on the back of uh, the weekend. And what what is exciting about it is um, for people who have a heart for China, for people who, who are following along uh, in prayer, getting the information uh, through Back to Jerusalem, Many of them, I'm sure, will be thinking, okay, but what else can I do? And and that's what's so special about Back to Jerusalem, about the vision of Back to Jerusalem. And, and that is there is opportunities. There's opportunities for people to become advo- advocates of this vision 
and to carry that um, and to connect with other people and churches who ha also have a heart for the church in China. So there is room where people can get more and more involved. Uh, uh, so for me, this is um, yeah my second time uh, at an ambassador's uh, weekend, uh, and it's been so exciting because it's not just a room full of pastors or a room full of you know youth leaders. It's people from all walks of life from various areas of, as you've mentioned um, but with one thing in common along with our, our love for Jesus and that is our heart for the development and raising awareness of the vision of Back to Jerusalem and we had um, our new books that are just mm. coming out uh, for instance our children's books and one of the first kind of big things that we tackled was how do we get these children's books into the hands of more people because whenever we find that people are exposed to these books and know what they are, they're gone. Uh, one of the reasons why we haven't been really pushing them or advertising them is because we ran out of books before Christmas and we were not able to get any more printed before the end of the year of 2017. Now we have um, a bigger number of uh, a print run for books one and we've just come out with book two. Have you seen book two? I have. In fact, I read it last night and um, it, was, it was really good. Um, and that's what's again exciting. I, I, I think for the vision of Back to Jerusalem is that we recognize as well there's, there's no baby Holy Spirit. There's only one Holy Spirit. And, and as you have uh, witnessed, uh, Brother Eugene, in, in China as well, God is using, uh, the church is growing, but not just through older people but even through the children and even in Sunday schools where it, you know it is illegal and yet God is moving the Holy Spirit is moving powerfully amongst the young people and the children within the church well if that can happen and if that's happening over in China we recognize that the children here is not just um, they're not just an add-on they're not just a you know we tolerate there is a plan and a purpose within the church for children and, and the Dove Project the Dove does that as well but these books um, are being snapped up because there's a hunger for the children to be part of this to be involved and, and to be related to this and that's what these books are doing it's interesting that you say that that the, the Holy Spirit is, is ageless one of the things that I, I actually forgot until just now when I, was, when, when I had the inspiration to write the book is I came to the realization, I know that this is probably a common realization for many people, that maybe we are spirits. Now, we are age, we, we show age. We, we have a sex, male or female. Um, but our spirits are ageless. We are, we're, our spirits are born ageless. Uh, that's why I think an act like abortion is so atrocious because even though you have a smaller body, um, your soul is the same, the same in value. Um, the, 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 and so when I started looking at that, okay, the soul being ageless, the soul being sexless, um, the soul that will be released back to God. I, I, it, that really was one of the things that I began to dwell on when 
I first started putting together these children's books because <clears throat> these children's books, by the way, it's a collective effort of many people that are putting them together. Um, I just come up with stories. I, I shouldn't even say that I come up with them. I, I, I bump elbows. I have the privilege of, 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 of working together with individuals that have just amazing testimonies. And then I write down these testimonies, kind of plagiarizing, plagiarizing life, if you will, um, write down these testimonies and then I give them to Amy Parker who is this amazing children's book author and then she takes the stories and plugs them into a setting that is digestible for children because I can tell you that when I write the books the way they come out is not really child friendly I mean they're going to have some nightmares uh, reading these books but the the second book I mean do you uh, could you share a little bit about your thoughts when you're reading the second book that has come out by by BDJ, the, the second children's book? Um, yeah, not to give too much away, but what it does do, it, it leaves you where you're looking forward to the third book and the, and the fourth. And, and so there, it's not going to be um, a one-off. It's not just where we, we, you know, we're in the second book now uh, with, with the springtime uh, with uh, uh, Fufu. But um, it, it's going to be a collection of, of a number of books and, and I think that's what's exciting as well. There'll be a consistency where, where young people, as well as older people, can follow along. And, and, and behind it all is, is obviously raising awareness of, of China. I mean, even the very first page is teaching you, you know, a, a number of the words and, and hello, goodbye and, uh, in Chinese, which um, in Mandarin. And so there's a lot in this book. It's not just educational and entertaining. It, it, it's actually... Uh, it's it's a it's a discipleship. You're, you're learning in this. It's it's great. So I want to encourage um, people. Look, you know, we, 2000 or so they were printed. They were snapped up, and and so they're gone. Um, there's going to be more available. There's going to be more, uh, available in the coming tours uh, that are going to be coming up throughout 2018. And I, and I want to encourage people to get a hold of these. Speak with grandparents, parents. Um, get a hold of these books. Invest in the lives of these children when it comes to the the passion and, uh, of missions. And for those of you that might be listening to the podcast and thinking, okay, this is interesting. I've never heard of a Back to Jerusalem children's book. What is it? Um, let me just share a little bit about what you can do to invest in your child. Because think about this. Think about the kind of children's books that are out there today for children. A lot of them are not fit for children to be reading or listening to, or they may not even be beneficial in any way. Uh, one of the great things that I think that Amy Parker has accomplished uh, is that when we first started working together, I said, you know, we don't want to make the language kind of the, tra the, the, the kind of modern day children's books language that you would find today that really does not challenge the child. It's such simple language where Amy, when she wrote these books, she's coming from a very classical uh, type of, of, of setting, mindset. And so the, there's this old kind of, um, uh, uh, feeling when you when you read the books, you have this nostalgic type of 
uh, a feeling. We are driving, by the way, in the back of a vehicle along the I-40 in Tennessee going from Knoxville to Nashville. And we, we just drove by a, a semi-truck that was tipped over on its side. So, I mean, it's um, a, it, while we are doing this podcast, it, this is not like uh, too many podcasts where you are sitting in a studio. We're actually seeing things um, as, we're, as we're driving through. So we just saw the semi-truck um, off to the side. But if you're asking yourself what kind of books these are, well, one, you have a really uh, beautifully written uh, language for children to hear. This, this, this kind of poetic type of writing that I think is rich and allows your child to hear the, the kind of pose, the kind of grammar that would, I think, really enrich the way that they are learning uh, to communicate with. Then... Um, the other thing is that we introduce Chinese, the Chinese language. Um, uh, Pastor Danny alluded to that a little bit. We have um, a Chinese language integrated into the book where the child doesn't even know it. They're learning the Chinese language. After reading these books only one time, and if you're a parent and you're reading the books to your child, <laughs> you're going to be picking up the Chinese language. I think that's pretty cool. That's a, that's a, that's a twofer. And um, then... They're going to be learning about another culture. These books take place in Tibet, China, Saudi Arabia. Um, the countries between China and Jerusalem have so many different cultures and language and people groups. And your child is being exposed to that. They're also being exposed to what I think is very important. Areas of the world that are lost. And hopefully by reading these books to your child, you can plant seeds into the hearts of children. Can you imagine that children that are being taught from a young age about areas of the world that are lost instead of, you know, how can I become a rich superstar, a singer, a, 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 a Beyonce that, that, you know, got to put a ring on it kind of thing. What, what if instead of having a sports star that is, you know, constantly being accused of rape and gambling, the, the, the child hero can be a selfless, self-sacrificial missionary reaching out to those that truly, deeply need the gospel of Jesus Christ. I, for me, I just I wish these kind of books would have existed when my children were little. And then on top of that, we teach about real stories from the field. The very first story that you're going to read is an amazing testimony about a, a Chinese missionary who heard the voice of God to go to Tibet. It wasn't easy for her. She had to sacrifice a lot. You, you see this in the book. And so the child follows this, this young lady as she feels called to go to Tibet. She meets a beggar on the side of the road that has leprosy. And this, this uh, beggar that has leprosy, she loves them, takes them into her home, cares for them, prays for them, and miraculously they're healed, goes back to their village, and sees several people saved. The second book is an amazing story, fresh story that just happened about a year ago in Saudi Arabia. A young girl killed by her father, taken to an empty well, threw her dead body down into the well and this young girl felt Jesus rescue her uh, 
<laughs> just the, I, I think that these are the kind of stories that communicate miracles, that communicate that our God is alive to your child. So that, yes, your child can read Bible stories, but I think that this is a great way to show that God is alive even today. These are stories from today. Um, I've done the, the, the background check and the research to make sure that these stories are as true as we can prove. And I just can't wait to get them into as many hands as possible. And this is the Jesus that needs to be introduced to children. Um, and, and, you know, the, the Mekamah, the, 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 the cradle in, in, in Bethlehem, these are precious stories. That, that's great. But the children need to be exposed to the Jesus who is, um, who, who is victorious, the Jesus who is on the throne, the Jesus who is powerful and doing mighty things around the world. Um, and, and this is the type of investment that we need to give these children to expose them to not just Jesus offering life, but life in its fullness, life in its abundance. And these books bring that out. These books bring out, along with that, the imagination of, you know what, I can be part of this. You know, for children to, to use that imagination, to be, um, I, I can maybe, I can be sent to these places. I, I can see incredible things in my life. Um, so at that early age where these children are, are sponges, well, if they're going to be sponges, as, as you, Brother Eugene, just mentioned, you know, we can expose them to the things of God through these books, not just what they may see on you know, TV and, and stuff like that. So there is an alternative. There, these books are available, and I want to encourage you, uh, wherever you are, to, to invest in, in, in these children, in the, either in your own or in the church, to get a hold of these copies. Read these for yourself, and then you'll, you'll know what we're talking about here. And if you're in another country and you say, hey, we could use these books, call us up and talk to us. Right now, there may be somebody listening to this podcast that says, I want to be involved in missions. I want to help with the areas that are the most unreached in the world. Well, now we have a chance. And let me tell you how you can help. One, if you purchase these books for your child, every book that we sell, for every book that we sell, we send one book to the mission field. So for every one book that we sell, we send one book in the language of Chinese, Korean, Arabic, or Persian. One of those four languages will receive a book in that country that speaks the language for every one book that we sell. So it's buy one, give one. The other thing is that 100% of all proceeds after all the costs of shipping the book and printing the book, 100% of all proceeds, there are no royalties for these books that go to authors, that go to um, any of the, 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 the people that helped with the production of the book. 100% of all proceeds goes towards missions. So basically, if you buy a book right now on our website, roughly $7 out of the 10 that you're spending goes to help with Back to Jerusalem missions. But let's say that you want to get more involved in that than just purchasing a book for your child. If you just only purchase a book for your child or your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, we thank God for that. We are so happy. If you are involved in education, if you are involved in nursery school at your church, if you are involved in Sunday school at your church, could we ask that you get involved and provide a couple of these books for your church library? For your school library, sneak them in, even if it's against the law. We love doing things illegal. Join us on breaking the law. 
put them in your school libraries. Don't even tell the librarian. Just sneak them in there, yeah. so that you know maybe a kid will. We'll some, <laughs> we'll, 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 we have a a handbook that you can only get through the dark web <laughs> on how to get these books into the library legally. But let's say that you want to go deeper than that. We have a way that you can help without costing you any money at all. We will take the risk. This is what you do. You contact your church and find out, are they willing to donate one square foot of space? That's all we need. In the, in the, in the lobby and if you have a bookstore, if you don't have a bookstore, just one square foot of space. Are you willing, is your church willing to support missions by only providing, you don't have to put any money up, you don't have to pay anything. Are you willing to provide one square foot of space? You go into your church, look at, take out a ruler and do one foot by one foot. That little square, if you are willing to use that one square foot of space, we have a display that we will send to you free of charge. We will show you everything that you need to do to set up this display. And this display will hold the Back to Jerusalem Prayer Bear, as, as well as the Back to Jerusalem children's books. You put those in the display. We will send those to you free of charge. Only thing that you have to do, that they come in packs of 21. They set up in the display. That's this beautiful display. You got Fufu the prayer bear, which is this panda bear that reminds us of China, reminds us to pray for the Back to Jerusalem missionaries. And within that display, you put the books. And if anybody in your church comes and pays for those books then that money that goes to the church in payment can then be returned back to Back to Jerusalem as an offering. So you can go on to backtojerusalem.com and make an off make a donation in the amount of the books. It's not going to cost you anything. And here's the thing. If the books don't sell, if nobody buys the books and it doesn't turn out and you're just like, "Yeah, you know what? We just the books just didn't didn't appeal to anybody. We didn't really like them." then we'll come and get them free of charge. Take them out of your church. You don't have to worry about that. If you can just contact our office, we will tell you what to do. If you have a burden to help missions, this is one of the best ways to help missions right now uh, in North America. I, I think that we could probably do this as well in, in the U.K., Absolutely, this is a, this is going to be available in the UK, um, and really, as as Brother Eugene mentioned, just wherever you are, don't think, oh, I'm not in the US or I'm not in Western Europe. Wherever you are, at least give or email uh, to the office and let them know. Let them know, hey, listen, we're in a church, or I've spoken to the pastor, or I am the pastor. Um, we want to do this. We want to be a part of this. Um, make that step and, and give us a call because, you know, who benefits is there? It's actually your church, it's, and particularly the children. Uh, this is a great investment in, in missions, exposing missions, getting, um, but also from, from our perspective, we're, we're getting more and more people, and not just adults, but children praying for the church in Saudi Arabia or or. Iraq or Iran and China. How cool is that? We haven't just got leaders and adults in churches praying, but these these bears, they're reminding the children, you know what, I'm going to pray for the children. I'm going to pray for the Sunday schools in China. That's powerful. Yeah. 
in these books, <clears throat> one of the things that we are looking at right now for the Back to Jerusalem tour with Brother Yun in October of this year, 2018, we are planning to bring out Fufu the Prayer Bear uh, for children that are at the church to share these mission stories together with the children as well as get them excited about what God has called them to do because he's called all of us to reach the unreached. Now, how we do that is going to determine it's going to be based on how God moves in our lives and what he wants us to do, whether we are a sender or we are the sent, whether we are a part of the logistics or whether we are a part of the the spearhead. All of that will be based on, you know, how God moves in our lives and our hearts and 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 ministers to us, but what if children can catch this vision already? Not, not, well, I, you know, this is what mom and dad does, but can you imagine a five-year-old saying, yeah, Jesus, please help those that are in Iran being persecuted today. I, I, I have to say, I, I mean, I think that those prayers are pretty close to heaven. They, they are. And, um, but also there's a, there's a real childlike faith. I think sometimes we as adults, myself included, we can complicate things children you know they just believe they trust there's that the proverbs three you know three five and six that's very, very real to them in just trusting the lord and and so um with these powerful childlike prayers i think that that moves heaven um and so uh, uh, as far as back to jerusalem the vision is concerned to have children praying being inspired as well in the mission field but praying for the church in china I think that is a massive, massive, going to be dent uh, within the enemy's kingdom. And I really feel that this is, a, I mean, a great way for you as a parent to be involved in the, in the daily life of your child in a meaningful way. Sitting down at night after bath time, child about ready to go to bed. They love to have books re- read to them. We have, I have two children. I know that you have two children. Uh, we've spent a lot of time. There's one book that I remember very much reading together with my son called Are You My Mommy, Dr. Seuss. My son memorized it. What would it have been like if my son would have memorized every page of a story about missions, sitting down with him late at night? You got that fresh yeah. baby bath yeah. smell on their skin, yeah. laying down in bed, reading the book together with them, and they go to bed with these visions of their God, Jesus, being real enough to be with them in bed when they're scared, when they can pray to him when they're afraid. They can pray to him in thankfulness when something good happens, you know, they get a trip to Disney or, you know, whatever it might be. But what an amazing opportunity to invest in the lives of your children. Uh, if, if, If you want one of these books or you want to be a part of Back to Jerusalem in a bigger way, um, please send us an email. You can reach us at backtojerusalem.com on the contact page. Uh, or, like I said, you can contact my personal email at s-i-n-o-b-a-c-h, sinobach at gmail.com. I want to thank you so much for joining us for another Back to Jerusalem podcast. Coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of America. God bless you. <laughs>